are now listening to the Zesty Soak Pod. Zesty. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Zesty Soy Pod. In this episode, we'll be mostly going over the state of the NHL playoffs since it's been a while since I gave an update and my predictions for, I guess, the current rounds in play so far. I guess the biggest surprise so far, I guess, is the Canadian division and how both underdog teams managed to make it out and both did it in very unpredictable fashions. Um, for the, I think we discussed, I discussed with Mr. Mathush last time, like for the Edmonton Oilers, they got swept. Although there was a few close, it was a very close sweep though, like a lot, like OT losses and incredible, incredible goalie performances, performance by Hellebuck, like triple OT. <laughs> um, and yeah, he's one of the best goalies in the league for sure. And yeah, um, that's how Winnipeg was able to sweep the Oilers, sent McDavid and Dreisaitl Dry home. And for the Leafs, they blew a 3-1 series lead and ended up losing three straight and Montreal taking the series 4-3. And in a very, very close fashion, of course, since the Game 5 and Game 6 were both devastating OT losses for the Leafs. So close to advancing the second round for the first time in over a decade to just getting destroyed. <laughs> and then having a Game 7 where it was still pretty close, but not not as close as it could have been. It should have been. Well, no, they should have closed it out in 5, but it is what it is. So, yeah, so I guess for the next round, it'll be the Jets against the Canadiens, which is something that almost no one predicted, <laughs> both, and given that one of them will make it to, I guess, the quote-unquote semi or conference finals, it's going to be a very surprising matchup, and it's tough to say whether they get destroyed or not, because if you're looking at the other, I guess, the other teams, other series that are going on right now, the other, I guess you could say, quarterfinals or conference semis we have the lightning against the hurricanes and they're up 1-0 so far i mean i think it's going to be a very close series like carolina has been very dominant this season one of the best teams in the league but of course tampa bay is a very strong team although their regular season performance is not as good i guess or as convincing or as a consistent of a team as i guess carolina like obviously in the playoffs like to where you, you depend on your stars a bit, and so far, Kusharov and Stamkos have been decent, I guess. So, and I think that both, I think, like Tampa Bay, they have a very, they they are definitely one of the contenders for the cup, as well as Carolina. So that's going to be a very good series. I predict it being very close, since both of these teams are very strong. In terms of the Islanders against the Bruins. That's a very surprising series as well, since Islanders were able to upset the Penguins. And Bruins was able to give, I guess, a surprise to the... It was a bit surprising, like, how fast they were able to dismantle the Capitals. Like, like the Capitals were pretty solid during the regular season, but the Bruins just basically took them 4-1. to I think they got reverse swept, or gentleman sweep, or whatever. But, yeah, Bruins are looking very solid right now, and... I guess the surprising part is that the Islanders, despite 
you don't think they'd be that strong given that they just upset the Penguins and like you know that the Penguins have been choking a bit in the playoffs for the last few years. So the Islanders are able to tie it up, tie up the series last night in a thrilling OT game, like four to three against the Bruins. Like like Varlamov has been very solid. Um, and I guess Tukarask has been pretty solid as well throughout these playoffs, giving their teams a first round series win. So yeah. I don't know if how close the series will go because in the beginning I thought like Bruins would easily like pretty much a five game series. That's what I would think like given after what happened in game one, pretty convincing victory, like their third period explosion. But of course, the Islanders are still a decently solid team, and I don't know, just a lot of underdog performances to these playoffs, and it'll be very interesting if we see Islanders and Habs. <laughs> next round and imagine that, like one of these teams being in the finals it's very possible given i guess all the scenarios right now um yeah <laughs> a lot of the favorites are knocked out and it's just jokes <laughs> but yeah in order to do that they'd the islanders would have to beat either the avs or the golden knights the top two seats from the i guess Western Conference, and yeah, it's gonna be that. That's gonna this is that's one of the premier series to look out for. for like I, I guess the Canes and her, Lightning, and two powerhouses, as well as the Golden Knights and Avalanche, two powerhouses from the other side as well. Like like the Lightning are run are were I guess won the Cup, defending champs, and they retain most of their lineup. Still looking very dominant. And Hurricanes, very dominant team. And then look at the other side, Golden Knights, they have always been very strong. And the Avalanche, very strong as well. Like McKinnon. Um, McKinnon and basically the rest of the team just going completely ham. This place like Landeskog. Uh, I guess different goalies. Grabber, Gruber, pretty decent as well. But yeah, overall, like Miko Ratnin. Like, they completely stomped the Golden Knights in Game 1. And it's hockey, for sure. So there can be a few variabilities. Like, there have been series where they have been, like, stomps on both sides. But right now, it looks like Colorado might be the favorite. Though I'd say the Golden Knights are still very... Are still not in the worst position. Like, like they still have a very solid team. You could see from the regular season performance, the last few seasons, with similar players, like... They're still a very solid team, and you still gotta look out for them. Just because of seven one in game one, there's like I gotta look, gotta look at game two and probably even game three to come up with the final decision since it's hockey. So it's 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 not like there's some luck obviously attributed to it, and game plans change. And I see Golden Knights making this a very good series as well. Like Lightning, her like all I think all four of these playoff series would be very, very entertaining. Especially with the underdog teams like Islanders and Habs. Like they'll make things very, very and even the Jets to an extent, they'll make it very interesting. Like imagine seeing an Islanders and Habs finals. Like that that would be really funny since <laughs> the, I guess you like the Habs are probably one of the weakest playoff teams to make it in and same thing can be said for the Islanders to an extent. 
like in terms of their overall strength, how did in the regular season those teams weren't doing that good, but now they're both in the second round, both knocked out the first seeds in their division. Both looking pretty, pretty strong. Well like in terms of like in the terms of playoffs, they look like they're both if they're able to like grind it out with the other team, then then we could be seeing quite a few upsets. Um so in terms of my predictions, in terms of Jets against Habs, I don't know. I feel like the Habs can pull it out. It's like, even though I guess you could say Toronto choked and acted like a non, a, a lottery team during during the last couple of games, the Habs were still able to like persevere and win three straight games, which is not easy, especially back to back OT games and, I guess holding their lead in Game Seven against the Jets. Yeah, the Jets are a lot, lot more rested, like around one more week of rest compared to the Habs. <laughs> given their sweep of the Oilers, like, not dominant sweep, but you could still say it's dominant given they were able to win four straight games against, I guess, even though, and the Oilers are pretty, like, thin. Like, it was just, we didn't have a deep roster, it was just, like, McDavid, Dreisaitl, a few other players, Darnell Nurse, <laughs> like, playing, playing, like, 60 minutes or something, like 48, or like, playing his mind out. Like, I don't know, I feel like the Habs can definitely grind it out. They have the personnel. They're not a, one of the stronger teams, but like, against the Jets, which which are, I guess you wouldn't say they're super playoff, exp- they're not like super, they're not like playoff veterans, they're not like a powerhouse team, powerhouse playoff teams like the Lightning or the Golden Knights, which against the te- a weaker, a less skilled team that, like the Habs, which can grind things out. I think they don't have the cap. It's like they don't, they don't have the skill to like ex- take advantage of Montreal's play style as much as these other more experienced, more skilled teams. So, so I'd say um, Montreal could still pull it out since I don't think, like, given their victory over the Leafs, I think I think they can win against the Jets. It could be a pretty close series, like six or seven games, like. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets take it, but for sure I'm going with Montreal. For Carolina and Tampa Bay, it's a very interesting series, given that Tampa Bay already has the one... One's, like, it was a very close game one. Tampa Bay now has the 1-0 series lead. I'd say this could be going quite the distance as well, like 6-7 games. would we'll be surprised if Tampa Bay pulls it out. Tampa Bay in 7, another very close series. And it's mostly because I feel like they're defending champs. They have a lot of playoff experience. They have a very solid roster as well, and they've been in these situations before, like with or without fans in the arena, in different situations in the playoffs. Like, I feel like they have the personnel, they have the superstars to pull pull it out, like pull it off. But it will be a seven game series, very close. Like, it, yeah, that's why I feel for Bruins and Islanders. Uh, yeah, the Bru- Bruins just have waste so much experience in the playoffs. Like, Bergeron has been there, he's won the cup like 10 years ago, and now he's back. <laughs> and he's still doing really, really good. Like, Brad Marchand, Tukarask against the Islanders. Like, the Islanders do have a solid roster. Don't get me wrong, they beat the Penguins. And it was, didn't take seven games like the Habs. It was much, it's a bit faster than the, how the Habs did it. But I just feel like the Bruins just compared to the, if you compare the Bruins to the Jets, I feel like the Bruins are way stronger, way more playoff experience. Like, 
I guess you could say the Jets have a better goalie, but the Bruins are just way more experienced. A solid roster all the way through. No injuries. Um, well, not no injuries, but like they're less hobbled compared to the Jets. And yeah, there's a very good roster and a lot of the, the core of like Marshawn, um, Tukarask, Bergeron is still there. So even though they lost a very close game two yesterday, I just feel like like Pasternak, Taylor Hall, David Krejci from that roster, like they're very, very solid. I, I, I still say Boston in five, if not six. I just don't see the Islanders beating them. Like against the Penguins, it might be a bit different since the Penguins, in my opinion, are more skilled, given that they have Crosby and all that. But the Islanders, I don't know. I just the Bruins just have so much experience, and that's why I never count them out, no matter who they're against. It's just they they keep coming back to every pl- to like no matter the situation, and they keep they kept their like core of like Krejci, Bergeron, Brad Marchand, I guess, and. Yeah, I'd I'd say the Bruins would win this convincingly. It won't be seven games. And finally, Golden Knights against Avalanche. Who do I have for that? I'd say the Avalanche. (laughs) Even though the Golden Knights dominated the regular season, they are a very good roster. Like they went to finals two years ago. They have solid players all the way through, but after game one, and like knowing how capable the Avalanche is, their roster and everything like that. They're very skilled, and yeah, they. I, I think they're, they're going to win at 5 or 6 as well. Um, I guess an uh, X-Factor could be Marc-Andre Fleury. <laughs> like, you saw Robin Leonard led in 7 goals in Game 1, and a lot of people pointed to Fleury, the flower, for his playoff experience for like, all the clutch moments that has happened in the past with him. Like, maybe if they turn back to Flurry, maybe he'll he'll pull out very solid, solid winning performances. But for now, I just see the Avalanche roster, and I just see them winning in, like, um, five or six. And you see Ryan Reeves suspended two games. So that might take a bit of, that might take a little bit out of the Avalanche. I mean, out of the Golden Knights, but like overall, I just feel like five or six. Mm. It's just the Golden, the Avalanche. I think it's it could be their year this year. Like Nathan McKinnon, is still relatively young. Um, doesn't have that much experience. Like twenty five years old, but first overall pick. I think it's his year, not McDavid's year. But I think it's McKinnon's time to shine. And, yeah, so that's should be it for my overall predictions of the NHL playoffs um, second round. A lot of upsets going on, a lot of lower seats making upsets or quote-unquote upsets. And it's going to be a very, very fun series to watch. A fun set of series to watch, especially if the lower seats win. It's, it's as beauty of hockey, it's like the first seats almost never make it through, like from what I've seen. Like, it's always some different teams and it's always a very unique combination, which is really, really cool. And I can't wait to see what happens next. 
So that is it for this episode of the Zesty Zoipod. Stay zesty.